listening to the podcast From Now to Next. I'm your host, Erica Rooney, wife, mom of two, chief people officer, entrepreneur, and fitness fanatic. In my career, I have worked with and seen so many women who are itching to break through the glass ceiling and create the life they want to lead. But what I've found is that it isn't always the glass ceiling that holds us back, but rather it's our own sticky floors. These sticky floors can be limiting beliefs, such as I'm not qualified enough. I don't have enough experience or the right background. I'm not the right, air quote, type of person they want. It can include toxic behaviors. Think perfectionism that prevents progress. Think wine Wednesdays that turn into everyday stress relief or even those deadbeat relationships that no longer serve us. If this resonates with you, then you're in the right place. No matter who you are, where you are in your life, or what you do for a living, the stories that we will cover on the pod will provide you with practical, proven, and purposeful steps to clean up that sticky floor, bust through the glass ceiling, and take you from your now to your next. Hey, y'all. I am excited to talk to you about today's stepping stone, which is all about imposter syndrome. So hopefully you have listened to my previous session with Aisha Berry, where she delved into what imposter syndrome is and what it was for her. And I just had to do a deep dive into the research on imposter syndrome to figure out really what the hell it is, who has it, but most importantly, what the heck we can do about it. So I kind of want to start just with some people that I think you may know, and I want you to work through this exercise with me. So when I say the name Lady Gaga, what are the words that pop into your head? Probably words like stunning, talented, musician, actress, and you would be right. This woman has won six Grammy Awards, 13 TV Music Awards. She has been named the world's 100 most powerful women by Forbes in like for four years in a row, guys. She has been featured as the Billboard's Artist of the Year multiple times and has been named one of the world's most influential people by time. And yet she still says, quote, I still sometimes feel like a loser kid in high school. When you think of Michelle Obama, first African-American first lady, you probably think words like powerful, influential, genuine, successfully ambitious, and you would be right. Because not only was she the first African-American first lady, but she was an advocate for poverty awareness, education, nutrition, physical activity, and healthy eating. She was the woman of the year in 2008, chosen by Time Magazine, and she would be in a position for many years that could influence the way the entire world thought about Black women, about physical education, about our children. And yet, Michelle Obama is quoted for saying, it doesn't go away, that feeling that you shouldn't take me that seriously. What do I know? Next up, we've got Jodie Foster. Many of you will remember her from 
several thousands of videos that she's in. That might be overstating it a little bit, but she's been in some amazing videos. So you're probably thinking words like famous, talented, stunning. And again, you're not wrong. First of all, she began her acting career at age three. She taught herself to read when she was three. She went to Yale. She started multiple Hollywood hits, working alongside other famous actors and actresses, and advanced her career into directing films. She even received the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which is an honorary Golden Globe Award that is awarded to a performer with outstanding contributions in the world of entertainment. And yet she said, it is the same way when I walked on the campus at Yale, I thought everybody would find out they would take the Oscar back. They'd come to my house, knocking on my door and say, excuse me, we meant to give that to someone else. That was going to Meryl Streep. And Jodie Foster was talking about when she thought winning the Oscar was a fluke. And that was during a 60 minute interview. And then speaking of Meryl Streep, who is beyond famous, beyond successful, she has been nominated 21 times for the Academy Award and has won it three times. She has a record 32 Golden Globe Award nominations, winning eight, and has received two British Academy films, two Screen Actors Guild Awards, and three Primetime Emmy Awards. And yet, she has said, why would anyone want to see me again in a movie? And I don't know how to act anyway. So why am I doing this? And of course, one of my favorites that I could not go without talking about is our queen, Jennifer Lopez. So everyone here knows her as a singer, actor, dancer, producer. I mean, and when you think of her, I'm sure you think of things like exquisite, ambitious, just breathtaking, which of course this woman is wildly successful. Her debut single instantly became a success and it peaked at number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts for five weeks. She was a judge on American Idol. She has concert residency in Las Vegas where sources say that she earns like $350,000 per show. She also rocked out Super Bowl halftime shows, performed at the inauguration of President Joe Biden and was named the first female artist to have a number one album and movie at the same time in the United States. And she has said, I think I'm an underdog. I always feel like I was scraping from the bottom. Always. I always felt like I wasn't the one that was supposed to be in the room. Wasn't that messed up? Gosh, I mean, these are some amazing women, guys, and every single one of them, wildly successful, beautiful, intelligent, and they don't feel like they should be in the room. So let's dive into it. Imposter syndrome, what the hell is it? So imposter syndrome refers to the notion that some individuals feel as if they have end, ended up in their esteemed roles and positions, not because of their competencies, because of their education, or because of their qualifications, but because of some oversight or stroke of luck. Therefore, they feel like a fraud, an imposter. It's that conversation that is going on right between your ears. And it shows up like this. I'm not good enough. I don't have the right experience. Everyone here knows more than I do. My work isn't going to have the impact that they want it to, or I'm not going to be able to deliver results. I'm not tall enough, thin enough, pretty enough. It's the feeling of inadequacy, the feeling of self-doubt, the fear of incompetence. 
the sense of not belonging. Hell, it could be a combination of any or all of those things. Well, let's talk about who has it. Literally, anyone can have it. And yes, men suffer from imposter syndrome too, but let's be clear, it is not to the same degree that women do. Now, I want to say though, not everybody has imposter syndrome. There are a lot of different articles out there right now, literally titled, Stop Telling Women They Have Imposter Syndrome, which is really interesting. I'm going to get into those in a different stepping stone because imposter syndrome is just such a huge thing that we can talk about. But anyone can have it. And that's the thing that I want to impart on you. Anyone can have it, but this is about your perception. Aisha Berry talked about her perception and why she felt she had imposter syndrome. So I just want to be very clear that this is a decision that you can make if you have imposter syndrome or not. Or maybe you just feel like, hey, I'm learning. And that's great too. But the main point here, don't let anybody tell you if you have it or not. That decision is yours to make. One thing I would like to focus on is where it shows up. So imposter syndrome does hit women in marginalized groups a lot harder than it does anyone else, particularly women of color and members of the LGBTQ plus community. Because when you experience systemic oppression or you are directly or indirectly told your whole life that you are less than or undeserving of success or that you need to fit a certain mold, but then you start to achieve those things in a way that goes against that long-standing narrative in your head, you might start to feel those feelings of imposter syndrome. So what can we do about it? First of all, we can talk about it. Listen to these podcasts, reach out to other people because talking about it is the first step to dealing with it. Don't suffer in silence. 99% of the time, you aren't the only one feeling this way. So talking about it helps validate your feelings which can really help you move forward. Mentorship. I cannot talk enough about mentorship. Get one and be one. Because when you have a mentor, you have an ally. You have an advocate who can support you, who can believe in you, and who sometimes can see things that you can't see. And when you act as a mentor, especially in those early stages of the career for your mentees, you are quite literally showing up and showing them that a female can be in that role and can be successful and that we do belong in those positions. The next one, and this is the biggest one, is to shut up and silence that inner voice in your head. I want you to ask yourself next time you're talking and you're feeling those, those feelings of self-doubt, is this how you would talk to your best friend, to your sister, your daughter? That voice that lives between your ears can be the most challenging one to conquer. It's natural for us to see the imperfections, to notice the mistakes, and to beat ourselves up. But when you find that you're going down that road, take a beat, stop and ask yourself, is this what I would say to my best friend? Is this what I want my daughter to, to think? And speak to yourself the way you would someone you love and respect. The next thing that we can do, and this is also a really important one, is really think through reframing the message. Instead of that, why me? Think, why not me? So for example, I worked with a woman who could not believe that she would add value in the room because she was the youngest VP at the table, younger than all of her equals. And I worked with her to refrain that. So do the flip. Why not me? 
at being the youngest person in the room, I have, I am the closest to things like social media. I know how to TikTok. I know where to do fresh new ideas. So your differences, maybe what you're thinking keeps you from belonging is actually what's going to add to the room. And then the last thing is take a moment to celebrate your damn self, right? You did not he get here by taking the magic school bus. You got here because you earned it. You probably have a degree that you can pick up. You probably have a certification that you can look at. And you probably have some sort of a successful project that you can look back on and say, damn, I did that. Those are some tangible things that you can act on and look at to say, what? I do deserve to be here. I did do that. I have the qualifications. So stop doubting yourself. Start flipping the message. Reframe it. Talk to yourself the way you would your sister and celebrate your damn self. But I want everyone to remember here that confidence does not correlate to competence. And what do I mean by that? Let me paint this picture for you, right? So I'm in the car with my husband and we're on a road trip and we literally come up to this fork in the road. My GPS is telling me one thing. His GPS is telling him another thing. And he is dead set, 100% confident that if we go left, that's the way his GPS is telling him, that we'll get there a lot faster. We were headed to the mountains, y'all. But I'm looking at my GPS and I remember we did this before I thought. And when we went left, it didn't work out. Something was wrong. So I'm saying, no, pretty sure we need to go right. We need to take these back roads first and then hook up on the interstate later. He's like, Erica, that's not the case. We're going left. It's faster. It's the interstate. We're going to get there quicker, guaranteed. And I wasn't 100% sure. I mean, his GPS did say that. I mean, he's pretty confident, so it makes sense. Yeah, I remember going right, but maybe maybe it wasn't accurate. I don't know. I've forgotten some things before. So, all right, fine. We'll go to the left. We'll go his way. Guess what? 20 minutes in, not only did we hit 5 p.m. traffic, but we also hit two different accidents, which had us at a complete standstill. So what's the message here? I mean, I was right. So that's kind of nice. He was wrong, clearly. But what is the point? The point is his confidence in his position does not correlate to the likelihood that he is right. And I want you to think about that. When you are sitting in a room with other men who are 100% freaking confident that their way is the right way, remember this story. I want you to think about that and I want you to choose to go right instead. And I also want you to remember that at some point, all those men in the boardroom, they didn't know either. Everyone was a beginner once. I haven't met a single person that at some point didn't know what the hell they were doing. They didn't have the right answer. Hopefully they asked the right questions, explored possibilities and trusted their gut. But I'm sure they made some mistakes along the way. So everybody's been there. I also want you to remember that you are not your ideas. As women, when we have an idea and if it fails or it turns out not to be a great one, we tend to criticize ourselves. Why did I say that? Why did I have that stupid idea? It was dumb. And we're really criticizing ourselves. You need to divorce yourself from those ideas so that when your idea might not turn out to be as gung-ho as you thought it was, that you're not criticizing yourself. You need to let the ideas flow. And don't let the evaluation of your ideas affect your self-worth. And remember, your future is what you create. How you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're unsure, 
do it anyway. Scared? Do it anyway. Not sure what people are going to think? Oh, who cares? Do it anyway. This is your life. This is your freaking legacy. And when you don't know what is next and you're not sure what's around the corner, I want you to remember that the beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. My girl Tunde from Peloton said that. It's one of my favorite. But just remember, when you start to feel those feelings of self-doubt, there are things that you can do. You deserve to be in that room. You deserve your ideas to be heard. And you've got some good ones. So let's let it roll. Thank you for listening to the podcast from now to next. You can follow me for more content on Instagram at from underscore now underscore to underscore next Facebook. And my name there is just from now to next LinkedIn under Erica Rooney or my website at www.fromnowtonext.org. Make sure to snap a screenshot of this podcast and tag me on Instagram. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach other women who might need the inspiration to get up and out of their sticky floor today.